This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with Joanna Bailey. We spoke about her piece, Souvenir, which is the final part of a three-movement piece called Symphony Street Souvenir. Joanna wrote this piece in 2009 for the Ives Ensemble and later revised it. This recording of Souvenir was made by Ensemble Plus Minus and released in 2020 on the NMC label. In my chat with Joanna, we discussed her idea for the piece and how she put it together, the recording of the music box that underpins this movement, the music of Aldo Clementi, and the meaning and impact of Very Long Rallentandos. My name is Joanna Bailey. I was born in the United Kingdom and I grew up in southwest London, uh, but now I live in Berlin where I've been living for the past five years. As an artist, I guess I would categorize myself as a composer. That's the environment in which I operate, but I also do multimedia projects. So I'm going to talk about Symphony Street Souvenir. It was written in 2009 and it was a commission from the Ives Ensemble. One stipulation they had in the commission is that they wanted it to be about the Italian composer Aldo Clementi or related to him in some way. The piece is in three movements, symphony, street and souvenir. And it has quite a complicated history as a piece because I had to revise it several times. It was the first piece that I ever made with uh, simultaneous electronics and ensemble. And let's say that I made a few mistakes the first time round. So today we're going to hear the revised version of Souvenir, which is for a slightly smaller instrumentation than the original. It's written for flute, clarinet, violin, viola, cello and double bass. This piece can be found on a monographic CD of my music released by NMC in 2019 called Artificial Environments. Um, it was recorded by Ensemble Plus Minus. Mark Knoop was the musical director and the editor and David Lefebvre did the um, production and the mastering. The piece is based on the musical practices of Aldo Clementi and in each movement I pretty much do the same thing. I do a continuous transposition on a piece of sonic material that is in some way related to his practice and the kind of music that he liked. So in the first movement we have a symphony that's slowed down gradually and that symphony is by Brahms, who was Clementi's favourite composer. In the second movement, we have a carillon that was recorded in Copenhagen in 2009. And again, carillons are another kind of favourite of Aldo Clementi. And in the final movement, in Souvenir, we have a recording of a music box that is slowed down. When Clementi slowed things down, he did it in the sense of a musical rallentando. In a piece like Madrigale for Piano Four Hands, uh, there is actually an audible click track that helps the players perform this uh, 
eight-minute rallentando. In my piece, I take the idea of a rallentando slightly differently. So instead of just a musical slowing down, it's a slowing down of media. It's a slowing down of recorded sound. And when you slow down recorded sound and you do it, let's say, naturally by changing the playback speed, the pitch of the material also falls in proportion to it. In order to slow it down, I used a combination of sound hack and audio sculpt, which is a software made by Earcam. And in order to be able to write the instrumental parts, I had to make a transcription or at least a partial transcription of what was going on in the tape. And for this, I used audio sculpt um, and its sonogram function. And I transcribed by hand. So once I had the kind of picture, the sonogram that was made of the electronic part, I then transcribed by hand using the little pointer pitchfork feature to pick out the pitches and the time events that were important to the composition. Once I'd uh, transcribed the notes of the music box tune and in fact basically mapped out its descent over three octaves and the descent of each particular note of the melody I made sine tone glissandi to connect the dots so to speak to connect the melody notes as they fell downwards and it's these glissandi that form the backdrop to the instrumental parts um the instrumental parts uh, double some of the glissandi material, not all of it. It's like layers. Uh, so on one, there's one layer of the music box itself, and then these glissandi, sign-tone glissandi that are put on top of it. And then on top of this, making a kind of relief of the sign-tone glissandi and picking out certain parts of it are the instrumental glissandi. So inevitably, I had to choose instruments that could glissandi and for that reason the strings dominate this particular movement. While I was living in Copenhagen in 2009 um, and I had this commission from the Ives Ensemble, I visited London and I went back to my parents' house and stayed there for a few days and, and I can't quite remember the sequence of events but I did discover my mother's music box um, kind of falling apart, as in the box had fallen apart, um, lying in the spare room. And because it had fallen apart, it meant that the mechanism of, of the music box itself was actually quite exposed and easy to record. And for some reason, it didn't quite occur to me right at that minute that I really should make a recording of it. But that very night, I went to sleep and I had a dream. And in the dream, I was supposed to record the music box. So I got up and I did it. And I didn't use particularly good microphones for it. But it somehow has a certain quality because it's such a close recording. It's what we would call a hot recording, where the music box is as loud as it can possibly be. I could put the microphones very, very close to the mechanism. And because of that, you can hear a kind of whirring sound and not just the tinkling of the music box itself. So the kind of mechanics of the music box are very much on display. 
I never really knew what the tune was called, actually. It was just really the, the Japanese music box tune on the, of the music box that was sitting on my mother's dressing table. But one day, after a performance, a composer friend came up to me and he said, I really love what you did with Sakura. That was when I found out that the name of the tune of the music box is called Sakura. It's a Japanese tune often sung by children about cherry blossoms. And interestingly enough, cherry blossom is always something in Japanese culture that is associated with the ephemeral, with the melancholic passing of the stuff that happens in life. And it's kind of, kind of a coincidence, in fact, that that particular tune was on my mother's music box and I didn't realise it. Helmut Lackermann has, in fact, also written a piece based on Sakura, called Sakura Variations, but I think it's pretty different from my one. I think in Clementi's mind, the slowing down, the rallentando, is kind of associated with death. I know that's kind of a heavy thing to say. I think it's inescapable, actually. I wrote this piece in 2009, and while I was writing it, I don't think I quite had the real impression of what it would mean to me. Souvenir, which is the final part, is based on the sound of a music box and the transcription for musical instruments of this music box slowing down. In fact, slowing down in an electronic sense, not just in the music box sense of slowing down when the clockwork begins to unravel. And in fact, it was my mother's music box, uh, something that I saw on her dressing table for, you know, since I can remember. It was a gift given to her by her mother. And it was a Japanese music box made in China. Despite being a Japanese tune, it's something that I can't help but associate with my mother. And the funny thing is that um, and while she was still alive, I never wanted to play this particular piece to her because I was afraid of it, actually. I think I realised at some point that it, in a way, it rep represented death and slowing down and the inevitable road to death. 